Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet it's... Now you want to get nuts? Come on. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. So I'm glad you're here because there's been something that I've been meaning to kind of like pick your brain about. You know? Oh boy. Yeah. Uh-oh. So you're like a, as far as I can tell, you're like a, a former literati, so to speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, of the, of the, of the literati, um, you know, the lit mag. Uh, um, my fun makes fun of me for uh, being a former participant in poetry slams. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me But too. your son isn't old enough to make fun of you yet. That's true, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We got about 10 more years before that He looks at me happening. quizzically, but my wife made fun of me when she found out the other day. I was like, yeah, actually we met at these poetry slams. Do you know, go. now this is something that came through my mind mm-hmm. a while ago. Um, in defense of your poem, uh-huh. I was warned that I might not walk at graduation. Really? Yeah. The Matthew Shepard poem. The Matthew Shepard poem. Wow. Yeah, because we put it in the lit mag, and it was somebody else whose name I won't say, just since I don't sure, have her sure, permission. Sure. But sure. the the co editor, I, th- I think actually she was like the the head editor in chief, right, and right. I was like poetry editor. Right. Um, and we were like, we want this poem in the lit mag. Yeah. And the principal, I guess I'll say his name, Mr. Mara. Mm-hmm. He called us into his office, and he's like, I don't want to put this in my school, yeah. in something with my school's name on it. And we're like. Anybody who would misinterpret it. And it was because you uh, put a direct quote from signs that I believe were from the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. Outside the funeral. Yeah. yeah. So we'll let people know yeah, what those say. You can say. look up. You can yeah. Google Matthew Shepard. We don't have yeah, to get the yeah. new words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was rare for, it, yeah. you know, at the time when we went to high school. So it was, you know, it was really important. And we were like, this is a, this is a great piece and this needs to be you know, this is representative of our student body and what yeah. we want to put out there and what we want to share. Right. Um, and the principal, he, he looked at both of us and he's like, I don't, I don't want this in here. And we're like, we want it. Right. It needs to stay. It needs to stay. This is important. This is important. And he's like, if there's any backlash over this, the two of you are going in the pan. <laughs> and we, oh, no. we didn't exactly know what that meant. <laughs> Yeah, what does that even mean? Um, but we were like, fine, bring it. <laughs> we we've accepted our fate. <laughs> and the two and we were both uh straight A students already accepted to college. We were like, whatever. Right. There you go. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> so we don't and, get to walk. <laughs> and there was there was no backlash. Yeah. So but we were told that we would be going to the pan. Right. Whatever that means, if there was. Yeah, no, that's yeah. um that was really yeah. cool. And it's, it's, it's I was wondering, I was like, did I ever tell Nick that? I wonder. <laughs> wow. I wonder if we ever told him that that conversation happened. My parents still have yeah. like a copy of like that whole thing, like framed oh. and everything like that, because they save everything, That's you know. Awesome. And they're like, that was so neat, you know. This is our progressive liberal son, you know, like so proud of me. <laughs> so I guess the real question is at the end of the day, remembering that and remembering, you know, our, our poetry slams together. Do you mm-hmm. ever listen to the to the to what has become of your friend and colleague Nick Stevens in on this podcast and go, what happened to him? Like where no. did he, where did he go wrong? Like he I used to never have, think he used that. to have vim and passion, and now he's like, now he rambles about comic books and like he's so offensive. Like the, the podcast is so offensive. Like seriously, um, have you heard and- my podcast? <laughs> because <laughs> oh. you know. Yeah. I was part of a feminist clique in high school that felt like it was important to write the definition of misogyny on the bathroom stalls. I mean, it happens. <laughs> it happens. And, you know, now I, I like to say the C word on my <laughs> podcast. What so, happened to us? I don't I don't know. Life? I don't know. But I, I enjoy listening to Comic Cons. Well, I enjoy listening to Mouthy Immensely. Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad you could be here. So now that we're done sucking each other's dicks. Oh, God. No. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who the fuck are the rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens. With me, 
today, you guessed it, returning guest. Love her so much. Thank you so much for coming back. Lauren Izzo from Matthew Broadcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks as for making always. the time. You know, thanks for sitting in the garage with me. It's a little chilly. You're getting over cold. So am I. It's the perfect <laughs> ingredients for an, another, uh, you know, a, a ramp, a ramped up return or something. <laughs> what, what do they call that? Uh, it, it, what's it starts the word? With an R. Remission. No, remission no. is when you get better. <laughs> Resurgence? A reprisal? <laughs> a reprisal of sorts? Why, can't I don't know. I know, why don't I know this word? I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. A but comeback. thank you. Thank you for being here. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. We're talking about the Rocketeer yeah. today, 1991. Um, I remember this movie when it came out mm-hmm. in theaters. I saw I it in too. theaters. Yeah, I think I did also. I remember the merchandising. I remember the toys. I remember the... Sh- I had a shirt. I was like, I was like seven or eight and I had a shirt. No, I, I should have been like nine. I would have been about nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a t-shirt and everything and I was all about it. I thought this movie was incredible when I saw it. I was just so into it. You know, I was like, he's yeah. flying around, he's doing stuff, he's fighting Nazis. All right. You know? <laughs> it and had I, all the makings of a hero. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Directed by Joe Johnson, who, you know, fans of the MCU might recognize from directing Captain America. Mm-hmm. And the ingredients are all in there. And I actually did read on IMDb that because of his work in this film... They gave him Captain America. They gave America. him Captain yeah. America. Pretty yeah. cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, really did, cool. When you're watching this, did you see some of the the parallels? I mean, aside from I the did. obvious, like... I did. It stuck with me a lot because I was thinking about how in the 80s, our heroes weren't as... Well, I guess this was 90s. So looking in the 90s, um, the heroes we had were not as clean-cut all-American boy right. as the Rocketeer. Right. Um you know, they they more had a little bit of a wink yeah, going yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. him. You know, a little a little bit more snark. Um, and the Rocketeer is exactly like Captain America in that, you know, all-American apple pie, right is right, good He's is good. He's just a good guy, Gotta right? save my best gal. Right, you know? you know? Yeah, yeah. Gotta save my best gal, played by Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. Woo! You know? God, you know, she is 48 years old. She's, you know what? Almost she, 49. She looks better now, I feel like, than she did in this movie. I think so, too. You know? Like, how is that possible? <laughs> She's weathered well. Yeah. Like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah. You know? Good for her. And Billy Campbell, looking great as ever. Mm-hmm. Probably the best he's ever looked. And oh, another thing I saw on IMDb, he actually cut his hair to match the comic book character. Right. To match Cliff Seaford. You know what? I'm so glad. This is why you're on the podcast because you remind you bring us back to the fact that we're talking about this movie because it is based on a graphic novel. Right. You know, even though we do talk about several movies on this podcast that, on a whim, are just completely placed out of the ether. They're not even based on anything remotely in that sec that that that, that world or that spectrum. But but thank you for bringing us back to that. It's based off a, a graphic novel. I don't remember who wrote it. Dave. I don't something? remember either. Sure. I don't recall. <laughs> do I have it in my notes? It's not. It's not in my notes. It's not in your notes. No. Mm, nope. Don't have it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But he plays Cliff, uh, an eager pilot. You know, trying to make something of himself. He hangs out with his father figure, PV, played by Alan, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. <sighs> Who doesn't love Alan? Everybody Arkin? loves Alan Arkin. How He's he great. Not? And that's a, all the character actors in this cast really pull it together too. We got Alan Arkin. Terry O'Quinn, character actress Margo Martindale. Oh, for yeah, you Bojack right, Horseman that's fans, right, that's right. That's she's right. in there too. Now she's Millie, correct? Yes. I've always loved her. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great in Americans, but I've always loved her in like everything else, even the trash mom from from the Hillary Swank movie, Million Dollar Baby. You know? That's right. I forgot that was her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she pops great. up and shit. She's and she, great. Her and Richard Jenkins, you, man, they're like you, the eternal character <laughs> actors. They show up in everything. You're like, I know that guy. Do you watch Bojack? I do not. Everybody tells me I need to watch it. And there's a big thing about um, Margaret Martindale plays herself, and she's a recurring character, and every time she's on screen, it's character actress Margaret Martindale. (laughs) That's cool. I mean, it's uh, the dude from, um, he does the voice of Lego Batman, right? Yes. What's um, that guy's name? Parks and Rec? Oh, shit. Job. um, That guy with the face. You're you're killing me today. I'm I'm struggling. I'm coming off of this sickness here, <laughs> and you're throwing out names and words that I don't remember. Um, That's okay. I can't believe it, I don't I'll remember let, let his name. Why don't I remember his name? What is his name? Jason. He's the guy no. with the deep voice. He does the. 
He's the other brother. Email us at comicconspodcast.com if you know this guy's name. We're going to get it before we get an email. All right. But um, they stumble upon, Cliff and Peavy stumble upon a prototype jetpack created by the aforementioned Terry O'Quinn's Howard Hoos. Will Arnett. Will Arnett, of course. Not Job. (laughs) Or Josephina. (laughs) By the way, Rasputina is still a band. Can you believe that? People are still going to see this where are they playing? Speaking like, of high school, small and little venues. And, I know, right? I would go see them. I've seen yeah. them like three times. Oh, I have never. They're pretty good. I think I would go see them. Now but I'm just surprised that they're like still. They're still, a they're still going. You know what I mean? There's, still There's a, always a, a contingent of you know emo kids <laughs> on the verge of self harm. So yeah, that's true. I guess I shouldn't laugh right when you said that. I kind of had a little chuckle right when you did that because I wasn't sure where you were going to lead with the sentence, and I was like, here she comes. Then you said self harm, and I was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have laughed. I don't know. I, every time, every time, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this myself, but it, it, it's the truth. Every time I'm on the verge of self harm, I put on you put Rasputina. on a little Rasputina. <laughs> I'll tell you about a fan of the dwarf star. Uh, <laughs> So everybody wants this jetpack. Howard Hughes wants it. Who, by the way, Terry O'Quinn's Howard Hughes is great. Oh, I yeah. Love it. love it. Yes. Um, the mafia wants it. The FBI want it. Everybody wants the jetpack. Hey, even uh, Hollywood actor Nelson uh, Sinclair, Nelson Sinclair. wants it. Played by your boy T-Doll, as you so eloquently <laughs> referenced earlier before we started recording. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. And why does he? Why does, why does Timothy Dalton want it? Well, Because Timothy Dalton is working for the Nazis. He's kind of a Nazi. He's totally a Nazi. <laughs> and something that I don't remember from... Now, I didn't see this movie since I was a kid until this week. I don't remember that he was speaking German and then switched to speaking English with a German accent. Oh, I don't... On the blimp. Did you notice that? I, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it... So once he's, uh, once everybody knows he's everybody a Nazi. Everybody knows. Once it's out, cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Once everybody knows he's a Nazi. Yeah. He's speaking German, which, yeah. okay, yeah, that makes sense. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Schnell and Deutsch, whatever right. else he's saying <laughs> to the soldiers around him. And I was very annoyed. Um, I don't know where you watched it. I, um, I got a digital download of it and there were no closed Same captions here. of the German there was none of that. Yeah. It just says speaking... Ger- like, I even turned on closed captions, and yeah. it just said speaking German. And I'm like... Mine, mine did the same like... thing, if it's any consolation. Yeah. I had the digital download off, off the Voodoo guy, so okay. I watched it, like, periodically on my phone, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I would have to stop it, you know, to, like, yeah. do some stuff for the baby boy, mm-hmm. you know, and then start it back up again. Yeah. You know? So it was kind of so. a disjointed watch. Mm. Kind of like my flu-induced, uh, <laughs> you know, watch of uh, Tank Girl, you know? <laughs> Really, it just felt like a flu. It just, <laughs> just felt like it, yeah. Felt like any, anytime you watch Tank Girl, it feels like you got the flu, right? Yes, yes. I think absolutely. you. I think you coined that. I think I'm stealing your bit because you're like. <laughs> I think my boyfriend and I were like, wait, what happened? How did this already happen? But anyway, this movie's not nearly dis- as disjointed. Thank God. This, no, this no, it's not disjointed well. at all. But I can see how you had that disjointed uh, watch happening with right. taking care of the boy. The baby boy, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know? So, yeah, but that was one thing that, so I wasn't sure if he was supposed to have been like a, a German Nazi coming to spy, like spy? the whole yeah. time, yeah. or if he was like just seduced by the Nazis and like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, it was, I know what you mean, because at first I thought he was just like in it for the money. Right. For the Nazis. Right. But he really wanted that jetpack. I get the feeling he really wanted the jetpack himself like to to be a rocketeer like i don't know the way he was so hungry for it you know he had that he had those hungry eyes you know (laughs) give me that jetpack (laughs) because he was bossing around uh mia sorvino's dad you know paulie yeah yeah who bossed around paulie like that nobody nobody he you know paulie used to cut up the 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 the, the garlic real thin the laser (laughs) that was the trick that was a trick. This is why we have you in the podcast, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but he gets on the he gets on the blimp and then he's speaking German. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I get maybe supposed to be German, but um, something that's great about this movie. Before yeah, I get too in. far ahead of myself. No, no, digging, digging, digging. Or it's this juxtaposition of the cartoonish villains. Yes. But also these elements of real life. Yeah, totally. So we've got Howard Hughes. Mm-hmm. There's also somebody playing W.C. Fields yeah. in the South Seas Club, um, which he's he's the one who's gawking all over Jennifer Conley. Yeah. 
And I didn't realize it, but then I saw later on there's a mention of Clark Gable also in that club scene. Yeah, apparently Clark Gable was Hitler's favorite. That's what, Yeah, actor, I read yeah. the same thing. So it was kind of <laughs> like this uh, Neville Sinclair guy is yeah. trying to be buddy-buddy with with Clark Gable hoping to bring him to see Hitler or and something like that. And I think Nelson Sinclair is supposed to be modeled after like an Errol, Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn, yeah. exactly. That's right. where I'm going with this. There so for the kids that don't know, Errol Flynn was the... Uh, swashbuckling action star of the 1930s. Boy, he was. And if you look at the movie posters, they look exactly like the movie that we see Neville Sinclair filming in The Rocketeer. It's some sort of like medieval play on Robin Hood or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he actually did star in a 1930s version of Robin Hood, but then there's a few other... I I miss the titles. I don't have them written down, but... um, It's okay. Yeah, but so he was actually Australian born and then came to the U.S. But before he even hit it big, or he went to Britain and then the U.S., kind of all over the place. Right, right, right. um, Before he even hit it big, um, in 1934, Flynn was dismissed from Northampton representation after he threw a female stage manager down a stairwell. Jesus Christ. He returned to London, and Asher cast him as the lead in Murder at Monte Carlo. Oh, well, of course. There you go. Because London, they don't have the standards. He threw a stage manager down the stairs. (laughs) God damn. So I guess that was... That's like some Axl Rose shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and and Northampton still has a house cinema named after him. Wow. The Errol Flynn Filmhouse. Well, good Um, for them. But then it's been um, widely reported that he was a Nazi sympathizer... An anti-Semite. Now, this is like, this movie takes place like on the cusp of, of World, World War II. Of World War II, yes. But the Nazis are like, somehow make it into the States. Because yeah. the propaganda video that Howard Hughes shows the FBI agents and, and later Billy uh, mm. Billy and Peavy, well, not Billy, um, Cliff and Peavy, right. uh, is like an animated Nazi propaganda video, which looked very close to the animation of the 1992 much beloved Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> but it just shows them like these Nazis with rocket packs, like essentially just Invading flying Invading everywhere. Which, yeah. you know, if you really break it down, I don't know if that would really, the practicality of something like that, of just people, soldiers flying singularly into their territory when you could just kind of shoot them down with a, well, they I had mean, miniguns. And, and you know? now we've got drones, right. so we don't that's, need jetpacks. That's true, but. that's true. <laughs> But, I mean, in 1938, I guess it probably was a little more terrifying. Yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you could be more precise with your right. Blitzkriegs. But I love that about this movie. I love the Howard Hughes developing a jetpack and yeah. falling into the wrong hands. And yeah, it, and, and it also like how, Indiana Jones. And, and Howard a, Hughes having that sense of responsibility of immediately mm-hmm. throwing the plans in the, Absolutely. In the fire. Right. Like, you know, we're not going to... No, I'm not going to build this for you because right. it's going to get into the wrong hands. It's going to do the wrong thing. I'm not... But right. that's not why. Yeah, kids, this is not your Leonardo DiCaprio's, you know, aviator, uh, Howard Hughes, okay? <laughs> Which, by the way, I fucking love. But it is definitely a more mature, a more a more weathered, a way-worn, if you will, but calculated Howard Hughes. And we love them all the same for that. Did you find what you're looking for in that, in that uh, bevy of information? <sighs> There's so it? much here. There's so much. Um how about how about there um, are rape allegations <laughs> against who? Uh, against Errol Flynn in oh, okay. late 1942, two 17 <laughs> year old girls, Betty Hansen and Peggy Satterley, oh, separately man. accused Flynn of statutory rape oh. at the Bel Air home of Flynn's friend Frederick McAvoy. Damn. And on board Flynn's yacht, Sirocco, respectively. Let me guess, his career was not stalted. Mm, or doesn't seem like it. No. Or Many of Flynn's fans founded organizations to publicly protest the accusations. Huh. One such group, the American Boys Club for the Defense of Errol Flynn, ABCDEF, <laughs> wow. accumulated a substantial membership that included William F. Buckley Jr. Well, good for him. I don't know who William F. Buckley Jr. is. Wasn't though. he a poet, too? I can click on his link, link in Wikipedia. <laughs> I think he was a poet. A writer of sorts. He founded the National Review, a magazine that stimulated conservative movement in the late 20th century. Yeah, so, so, so. Yeah, yeah. a conservative writer. That's okay. what it says about him. An um, alt-right poet. <laughs> alt-right poet of, yeah. the 30s. of the 30s. When America was still great. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, now, 
there is a sense of a, a there is almost an innocence to this kind of era there is almost like a um sort of a decadence that's like like kind of appealing you know in, in a lot of ways you know what i'm saying but at the same time like you watch this movie no blacks no mm. asians i don't think i saw i don't think yeah. there was any people of color in this movie whatsoever <laughs> I mean, the most ethnic we got are paul sorvino and alan arkin and that's it and, yeah and i think alan arkin's jewish I think and so. I, but I and that, and I think Jennifer Connelly is half Jewish. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just saying, was this an accurate representation of just the times or, or, or was it just one of those things? This was a big Walt Disney movie. This was a, yeah. this was a Hollywood movie. I'm surprised they didn't like sprinkle in a little bit of diversity. You know what I'm saying? Give us like one token here, two token there. And I'm just speaking flat out. Like, yeah, this movie is white. It's a yeah, white it movie. Yeah, it is. It you know? really is, yeah. Maybe it's because most of the movies we watch nowadays on are not for the show are not that yeah. way at all. You know. Yeah, that's uh yeah. I don't know. Maybe Disney wasn't thinking the same way at that time. I guess not. I forgot it was a Disney movie until mm-hmm. the credits rolled. Yeah. But I mean from the start of that James Horner score, I mean I'm in. Yeah. That's you know? a, the score was great too. Great. Brilliant. But uh but yeah, just something to like touch on there because I mean Watching it again now in this time, I guess if you do any kind of World War II movie, I guess there's an element of that a little bit. Maybe I don't know. I once time I one time I asked my mom like, "Hey, did they really talk like that back then?" You know like, what I mean? Oh, I think. One hey, of my, you know what I mean? Yes, hey? <laughs> my favorite my favorite line is it's right in the beginning of the movie, and uh, the police are chasing the bad guys who've just stolen the jetpack. And he's like, I'd have a better shot if this black and white would get out of my way. Right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Whoever called a cop car a black and white? The FBI dude. <laughs> who looks kind of like the guy from Coach. You know? He did. He did look kind of like the guy from Coach. <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot of that, there's a lot of that jargon. Yeah. I like, you know? I like all so, the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. You know? Veteran pilot guy that yeah. almost uh, almost kills everybody. Right, in the clown suit. That Cliff drunk. has to go save. Yeah. I think he was drunk. He seemed a little drunk. <laughs> I remembered him being drunk, but then they didn't say Well, he would have had what in World War One they referred to as shell shock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not PTSD. <laughs> shell shock. <laughs> From falling down a manhole on level three of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Who turned out the lights? (laughs) Um, But I even like the supporting characters, like on the bad guy side. Like I like that they come up with a a gruff, tall, gigantor by the name of Lothar. Yes, to be be the main adversary, to to be the beat him up, shoot him up kind of guy. Yes, it's very Dick Tracy when he answers the phone. That's what I thought. I was like, is this Dick? Is this Dick Tracy? What is he? Dick Tracy character. It's so bad, but then you realize it's a Disney movie, and you kind of you have to forgive it. You're like. Well, I guess they put him in there because it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, why else? But well, he's still so scary. He, that guy's really seven he feet tall. He kills two people. He does. He kills two people. He bends them in half. this is a Disney movie. Well, he bends one of them in half. But they show, like, the shadow of it. You know, it's yeah, very, like, yeah. you know, the great mouse detective, like, with the, the shadow on the wall. And it's like, no, don't do it. And it's like, oh. And then they show him later. You yeah. Know? And that one guy. Who's that guy? Bimbo, Pimbo, or whatever. Palimbo. The dude, he's, uh, he's, he's. He's that guy that shows up in so many movies with a little mustache. He's running the airfield show. He's got that gravelly voice. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. It's another uh, supporting actor, but I just can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But he's in all kinds of shit. Yeah, you know? if you want, I'll go to yeah, the... Yeah, look that guy up too. Go to the trusty IMDB here. <laughs> the International Movie Database. That's your leisure. Palimbo, Bimbo... John Polito, John Bigelow. Pol- John Polito, Bigelow. 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 Okay, yeah. so I was, you know, I said Palimbo. Polito. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> you know, tomato, tomato. Totally close, yeah. Yeah. Who's your, uh, who's your favorite character in this movie? Oh, boy. I think just uh, Cliff. Yeah? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Watching it, I was really it's into Alan straight, Arkin. Straightforward you know, movie. I was I mean, really into Alan Arkin, though. Yeah. I like him. I like his, his. He's great. His fatherly kind of advice that he's given to Cliff, and mm-hmm. um, I like that he was a straight up designer for the for the suit, but and the helmet. And yeah, that he, yeah, that he, was he, fun. He was so good with with airplanes and aviation that he was actually like he kind of missed his calling. I think. And yeah, and you know? his name, which I thought watching the movie was Petey, but it turns out it's actually 
P-E-V. Yeah, P-E-V. No, no, no. P-E-E-V-Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Isn't that like a playoff? Like, because it doesn't like PV make like ampage. They make like amps and stuff like that. Oh, so that's what I thought. I thought maybe like okay, it was a little shout out to like maybe no? maybe that makes maybe sense. I'm, maybe then. I'm way off. Do you know? I mean, you, you know maybe more. It's, about maybe it's pervy because he's just a dirty old man. <laughs> well, I was just like, I don't, I don't get why his name's PV. Like, because right. I hear you're peeving me, and I'm thinking like you're annoying me, you're bothering oh, yeah. me. That he wasn't annoying like at all. No, no, he's a great character. Right. Yeah, but I guess the, I guess his name was PV in the comic book. So would have been interesting if Jeff Bridges hadn't turned it down. Yes, <laughs> that would have t- been interesting. Would have been kind of weird to see because he's not a, Jeff Bridges. I feel like wasn't as old back then. No, he so wasn't. Why would he be playing the older? Yeah, it doesn't really make you know, sense. Fabulous Baker Boy style, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I like I like that. I was a big fan of Alan Arkin, though. Yeah. Well, like I said, the movie's straightforward. So it's like I mean, it's they, they find the jetpack and then hilarity ensues and. The, the Nazis are after him. Nelson Sinclair is after him, and he, and, you know, he goes after him. Right. And he, and he finds out that Cliff is dating Jennifer Connelly. You know, whose name is Jenny in the movie? Jenny, Jenny the movie. Blake. I saw that. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny Blake. Blake. So he kind of uses that against him. He does quite a bit. Yeah. How do you feel about that that little switcheroo? That whole that whole back and forth with "I got your gal, don't hurt her." I mean, it was pretty. <sighs> It was fine. Right? It was fine. It's yeah. just like she wasn't totally. We're having well helpless. She wasn't totally helpless, but she was pretty. She helpless. was pretty helpless. <laughs> and it was a pretty well. That's the thing is that it's it's very different now in the movies. They don't. It is. They don't do this as much anymore. Right. But they didn't even give her like a like an Asian woman to fight. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because at least at least in the because in the 90s they would always give the, the main lead like all right. Well, here's an Asian woman named Claw. <laughs> You know, or something to fight. And they, it would be like one punch. And she, she's like, I've had enough of your shit. And she'd punch yeah. her down the stairs. And that'd be it. they play some funny. Hum, 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 yeah. You know? Then go back to the real fight. Dun, 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 with the dudes. You know what I mean? Right, right. That was the 90s. Not yes. anymore. Cause come March, we're going to be getting Captain Marvel. And it's going to fuck everybody up. I'm I excited. Can't wait. I'm excited. But yeah, so sorry for the tirade. No, no, but it, it's that's true. So that was one thing I was thinking about with the, the recast. Not that we are ready for a recast yet. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love it. Well, I want to see Jennifer Connelly today yeah. play this role. Yeah. Because Jennifer Connelly today would not take this role. Fuck no, she wouldn't. And she'd if she like, did, she'd write in a little bit of a... Yeah, she'd be like, this is far too damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you know, you gotta do something else here. Yeah. You know, my character needs something else to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she was really like, I just want to be let in. I want to be a part. I want to be, and a lot of women in those roles in that time, maybe, or in those, at the time that they were making those movies, that's what they wanted. Yeah. The woman just wanted to be involved. Right. You know? I just want to be here. Just let me on set. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that's what, I mean, I, I felt like that was really great. What it was, the audition she's going to, and like he says to her, oh, you actually had lines to read for this part this time? Yeah, he's so demeaning. Yeah. Come on, man. Be supportive. She's but supporting that's how, you. But that's how it was then. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same for... Uh, I think women's roles are getting better. Um, but we're still at that place for people of color, too. Right, right, right. You right. know, like, isn't there just, like, a best friend I could be? Right. You know? <laughs> like, that's kind of where, where the world is at. Right. And trying to evolve from there and make Hollywood more inclusive, it's still an issue. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you think they did that on purpose? I think so. Do you think they had that there on purpose and then also had her there as eye candy slash damsel in distress? Well, I think you know? it, I, one one thing I'll say about the casting is it's very interesting that there are no heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. There are no A-list actors in this movie. I mean, Timothy Dalton was leading in a James Bond movie at the time, but he's... But he still wasn't necessarily like, you know, household name kind of guy. Right. And and Billy Campbell as the lead. Right. And Jennifer Connelly, like, wait a minute, were you in that Labyrinth movie? And right. then the one and the other movie we got locked in a target with that other guy, like I mean <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was right. at the time at least, like now totally different. Or I would say maybe like early two thousands totally different. Wasn't she in that Target movie after this? Yeah, maybe but that's okay. Maybe but that's a great. But maybe but that's a great movie. So I what just is throw that? it out there. Employee of the month is that what that is? It's called um, not. Is it Opportunity? It's not Opportunity Knox because that's Dana Carvey. 
I'll tell you. I don't remember, but it's got Frank Whaley. He lock he, he locks himself. He gets locked in the target with her. It's before Target was really Target. Um, was it even called Target? I think it was I feel a like Target. It was a, oh. I'm pretty sure it was a Target. Again, kids, email us at comiconspodcast.com. Or call us. Because <laughs> we got a voicemail now. Because that's what I like to do. I like to take ideas from other podcasts and rip them off. Career opportunity. Career opportunity. So I had opportunity. There you go. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm just firing on I'm, two cylinders. And I was way off. I thought it's it was something okay. completely different. Both this and both the Rocketeer and Career Opportunities both released in 1991. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Simultaneous. Yeah. But yeah, so she wasn't like, there are no real household names. And even right. Alan Arkin, like, it's not like people were like championing for like, you know, the next Alan Arkin movie, like outside the theaters, like, where's Alan Arkin? You know right. what I mean? So it is interesting how a big studio like Disney gave the okay based on the script and the, and the subject matter off an obscure graphic novel so the fact that this movie was even made is an incredible feat in itself I feel like I did read that Disney wanted a, a star right for the cliff role right and that they really had to fight to get Billy Campbell in I have a theory about how this movie even got made oh yeah I think it's really just because Batman 1989 yeah. Cuz there's no there's no other reason. Uh-huh. You know, Warner Brothers gave us uh 1989's Batman. Mhm. And it was like, "Holy shit. I mean, Batmania was nuts." Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody was like, "Well, we need we need a comic book movie. We need a comic book movie." You know, and it's like, "What do we got? What do we got? What do we What does Disney have?" And then this guy was like, "What about The Rocketeer? It's it's based off a graphic novel." And it's like, "Yeah, okay." And I think that's I think if Batman hadn't happened, this movie would have never seen the light of day. I think that's a great, great theory. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Because think about it. And that's also kind of why they went in the opposite direction with it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Batman was dark. They went light. This, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you have any favorite scenes? Oh. Um... They did give Jennifer Connelly a good scene where she whacks Neville Sinclair over the head with with the vase. After she's drugged, right? After she's yeah, she's already been chloroformed. Yeah, um, a lot of chloroform. Yeah, she's already been kidnapped, chloroformed. Mm-hmm. And she does find the secret Nazi she's, room. She's she's found the secret Nazi room. She finds the secret Nazi room after she hits. After him with she the, right right yeah. So like we were saying, she's not completely not hundred percent, um, but she's still a bit helpless. Yeah. Um, but favorite probably Timothy Dalton uh, plummeting toward the earth on fire. Oh yeah, would be my favorite scene because they got because uh, Cliff at the last second removed the gum that Mm -hmm. was uh, you know keeping that that fuel leak from Mm -hmm. from going everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. interesting how that piece of gum just held on. And apparently that is the the gum brand that was lucky with Pilot at the time, and it's also featured in the movie The Right Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I that's what I read on. My no, MDB. you didn't read that anywhere. That's all in the off the temple. <laughs> That's because you're just such a connoisseur. Because I, I have so much knowledge of pilots in the <laughs> 1930s through 50s. <laughs> and that's it. That's, <laughs> that's where it begins and ends. Yeah. Okay. I really so. like. I really like the the showdown with with Paulie's men. You know his 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 thugs, and then the Nazis. At, at, you know, as soon as Paulie learns, I think I think his character's name is Eddie. Yeah. As soon as Eddie learns. Eddie Valentine. There you go. Yeah. Eddie, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Valentine finds out that, you know, Timothy Dalton is, in fact, a Nazi. This mm-hmm. is after Cliff's like, how do, you, how do you feel about working for the Nazis, Eddie? Yeah. He paying you in dollars or Deutschmarks. Deutschmarks, yeah. And the Nazis come out of the bush, you yeah, know. Right. Oh, and, but, then, and then Eddie's first, like, look. But first, nobody wants to believe Cliff. No, no, no. And then Jenny backs him up, asks him about the secret room. Right. With the German radio. Right. And he believes him. So then yeah. he's like, hey, what are you doing? He turns on, yeah. on on Sinclair and he says, look, I might not make an honest buck, but I'm 100% American. That's that right. scene is amazing. That is good. You know, because that is great. Because yes. you don't see I'm that glad kind of you stuff, mentioned you know? that. The I'm villains, glad you mentioned The villains that. always fo- you know, follow blindly, but he's like, look, man, <laughs> I might be a crook. I'm not fucking <laughs> but I'm an Nazi, American you know? crook, all right? <laughs> and then there's even a shot We're making America great again. Yeah, We're not absolutely. making Germany great again. Right. Okay? Come on now. <laughs> Get your priorities straight. There's even a shot where he's uh, firing off at the Nazis, standing, you know, toe to toe with the uh, side by side with one of the FBI guys. You know, yeah, yeah. And they kind of share a look, and they're like, 
get him out. <laughs> and there was that iconic scene where the Rocketeer, you know, Cliff comes up to the top of the, I guess it's a observatory. Yeah. And there's an American flag. Yeah. And just that Captain America moment, you know? Yeah. You know, Cliff could have played, boop, Billy Campbell could have played Captain America. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Don't you think yes. so? With that, I, with I thought chin? he could have. And I was thinking Chris Pine, um, Chris Evans, boop that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans could have played the Rocketeer. There you go. Yeah. I got a little goosey uh, when he jumped up on that top of the, uh, and he posed there for a second uh-huh. with the flag. I got a little, uh, I got a little goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Nowhere else in this movie, though. Just that one scene. <laughs> Not even with Jennifer Connelly's Aklavich. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there was a lot of it. There was a lot of it. Yeah. You know? Tastefully done. If you want to see more of that, kids, just tune into Mulholland Falls with Nick Nolte. And <laughs> it's, there's a whole lot of it. She, just, she doesn't have a lot of screen time, per se. She's, she's the, uh, the Jane Doe, if you get my drift. <laughs> but they do find a video, a raunchy 1920s video, and she's all over it. Well, speaking of raunchy in 1920s, in the comic book... The girlfriend was named Betty Page. Oh, snap. I think I do remember reading that. But Betty Page didn't want her name used in the movie. Why not? I don't know. Betty Page, what what did you have going on that you didn't want your name in the movie? She kind of disappeared. She had a hard life, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she had a hard life, and then she didn't want to be in the spotlight before she died. Hmm. She probably wanted to die gracefully instead of, you know, getting put back on the Academy Awards like Kim Novak and get made fun oh. of for plastic surgery. Damn. Call out. It's another thing that happens to ladies in Hollywood. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we do a casting call? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do, do a it. casting call before we rate it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So who do you got? Who do you got? Break it down. What character do you want to so, do first? This mm-hmm. is where we recast the movie, by the way, kids. It's not a segment that we repeat all the time. It's kind of lost it's luster over the last uh, several episodes or years, I should say. <laughs> but we bring it back every now and then, especially when Lauren Izzo returns. So. I mentioned Chris Evans already. Yes, you did. I mentioned present day Jennifer mm-hmm. Conley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we're going present day Jennifer Conley, maybe we should get a little bit more. Um, eh, she could play opposite Chris Evans, though. Do you mean present day, present day, or like Blood Diamond? No, I meant like present day, present like now, day. now, now. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. But but Blood Diamond would be great too. She was so saucy. Like so I'm just saucy, thinking, man. like a little less helpless. But she still should have like the young, innocent quality. But just somebody who's a little less helpless. Right. Who she could whip out a little bit of an Agent Carter, you know, and just you know, just knock there a guy we go. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Use a gun at least once. What's her name? Haley Stanfield. <laughs> Haley Atwell. Haley yeah. Atwell. <laughs> Haley Atwell could do it, but. The one that I want to really recast here. Okay. The one that I would love to see. Jason Isaacs as Neville Sinclair. Oh, I fucking love Jason Isaacs. Don't you? I love him. Yeah. I love him in that new Star Trek. I yeah. love him in everything. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And maybe it's just because he has a similar look to Timothy he Dalton. He does kind of have a Timothy Dalton look. That I was yeah. thinking it. Yeah. Um, it was a psychosomatic thing or like a, not yeah. really psychosomatic so much as, you know. Yeah. Subconscious. Yes. Yeah, that. <laughs> that thing. That other thing. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. When you get sick again, it's called a relapse. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And I should know that as, an, as a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> Not that I've had a relapse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> I didn't have to look that one up, folks. It just came to me. There you go. An hour later. Boom. <laughs> Epiphany. That's fantastic. What about a Rachel McAdams? Yeah, I was thinking of her. You know? Yeah, because, uh, you know, like the notebook and yeah. stuff, yeah. I was thinking of her. But or Kate I Beckinsale. I, she came across my, my searches, too, because I was just like, let me look at similar people. She was great in, um, I like her in everything, but she's great in that, uh, in that Aviator movie, too. I've been giving that movie a lot of love lately. For some reason, that movie just keeps coming up. She has, like, a smaller part in that movie, but she does I the voice and everything. Her. Yeah, she plays, like, a... A then famous actress, I just can't remember. Okay. I mean, you know, Kate Blanchett plays Catherine yes. Hepburn, who yes. fucking crushes it. Was but it like, Greta Garbo? I think it was. Okay. And she just she had the the voice and everything, yeah. and it was it was solid. What about Emmy Rosam? Oh yeah, that's from uh, Shameless, that, right? Yeah, she's got like that young look. Yeah, she could do that. Yeah. Now, would you go for the same? Well, I mean, I guess you kind of have to keep it in. Would you have to keep it in World War II? Or could you do it like Cold War maybe? Or? Oh. 
Could we do it Cold War? Or could you do it like, could you do it now? Can we do it now? Could we do it with them fighting could, ISIS? Is a, is a rocketeer, I mean, is a is a jetpack really that much mm, more? No. It's not, is it? It no. works better in... Like, it works War, yeah, way better way in World better. War II. I don't think we could do it even in Cold War. Yeah, because now we have Iron Man. You know? Yeah. So Iron Man be like, like I mean, I like your jetpack, but my whole suit is basically... <laughs> like, I mean, come on, thanks for Maybe coming we out. could make it work for Cold War era. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. He kind of like exists in the same universe as Indiana Jones. So it really kind of has to stay there. Yeah. Because anything that's more fantastical than that, like now, there's just too much going on. People are taking pictures with their cell phones and uploading Yeah. It. The cell phone thing kind of ruins it, doesn't it? It does. It you ruins know, everything. It ruins the whole mysticism of things. Like things can exist in a mm-hmm. linear or a different kind of world without cell phones. Yeah. Like the, if you make a movie that takes place in the 80s or pre-80s or 90s or whatever, it's a little better almost because there's a little bit more credibility to to, to right. whatever crazy shit is happening. Like, oh, you couldn't, fu- you know. You like, know like, think about how often, like just now, like you're coming home from work. Right. Something happens. You call your wife right away. Right, 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 right. Like, right. hey, train's delayed. Right. Going to be an hour late. Right. You know, 30 years ago, she wouldn't know. Right. And she'd be like, well, he's late because it's raining reason. real hard out there. Right. He's and never they're... coming home. <laughs> what happened to him? He disappeared 30 years ago. No one knows. What do you mean nobody knows? <laughs> you didn't see his post on Instagram? <laughs> like, you're right. You're because, so right. Like, those kind of things could happen because right. it was it was common that, you know, you could get stuck in traffic Absolutely. or have a car accident right. or, you know, whatever it was. And I remember even not 30 years ago, um, my mom. My mom was out. She was in a car accident and was like an hour and a half late getting home. Mm. And I remember um, being like, well, what happened? Where are they? And my dad was like, just keeping my brother and I calm. And the reason I remember it is because we were getting ready for a party and we were cleaning the house. And my dad was like, okay, kids, we just got to clean the house. Mom's not home yet. And making my brother and I clean everything. She had my older yeah. sister with yeah, her yeah. too. And... They were they were able to drive home. They were okay, right. but um, it was like we. He wasn't saying, "All right, I know something must have happened, but it's going to be okay." Right. He was just like, "It's fine. We're just right. going to clean the house." But like, in his mind, he knew like something knew? must have happened. Yeah. He was probably really worried. Sick. Yeah, but it's one of those things where like that never would have been a thing. Right now, and, and who had car phones? Right. Honestly, right? You know? Rich people did. Right. Stockbrokers or, did. Or Zach Morris. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did you have any did you have any recast though no i didn't anything? i didn't did you have anybody for yeah. pv or, or or lothar or i didn't come up with any the only one i could think of for lothar who was also an actor back then um was that guy that was in uh happy gilmore and oh, you can count on me waiting, waiting for, for you in the parking lot <laughs> aka jaws yes yes that's <laughs> wasn't wasn't he in that one with timothy dalton was that Moonraker? I think Moonraker was uh, Roger Moore. Okay, but yeah, yeah. he was in that. He was, yeah. he was in that world, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Because Timothy Dalton did like two. You know, I've never he really been a, a big lot. Bond guy. Me those neither. Those movies are kind of slow. Yeah, and I don't even get like I'm not even one of those guys. that's like oh, they're so misogynistic. I'm like we get it. Like I'm fine with that. I'm fine <laughs> with those. In fact, those movies need to stay misogynistic. I don't need them to be. You know, those are the only movies that need to stay that way. You know what I'm saying? Because they're in that world. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like they're so slow. Yeah. You know, but the newer ones got a little better because it was like shit actually was happening. But but even then, like, don't make James Bond dark. You know, don't. What are you doing? He's not referring to skin color. No. Please don't. <laughs> please, no. listeners of no. Comic Cons, no. please don't call up ranting I about meant, how I'm Idris Elba <laughs> deserves a chance. We agree with that. Right. We do agree with that. And if you listen to the show, you would already know that because I've said that on numerous episodes. I'm talking about tonality. And again, not skin tone, temperature tone. Temperature. If the temperature is too dark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going to get complaints over that. Everybody's doing gritty, gritty grits. You know, we don't have, we don't need gritty, gritty grits all the time. You know, that's why this movie kind of stands out because it's not gritty. You know? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If um if we're gonna make this Cold War, yeah, I think we gotta put Dolph Lundgren in it. Oh, okay. Maybe as a new character. Okay, I like it. Maybe as like Neville Sinclair's like overseeing, um, operative, you know, contact. Or I something. will crush you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like I need it. That. He could still. Uh, you see Creed too. Yeah. He could still be leading man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He pulled his weight in yeah. the Aquaman. I didn't know he's an Aquaman. Yeah, he's he's an Aquaman. Maybe I do want to see Aquaman. Maybe feel now. good that he's. Yo, know, it's pretty good. It's yeah? pretty fun. Okay. Okay. It's a fun guy. Not dark. Also not gritty. <laughs> Tonality. <laughs> Tonality. That's what I mean when I say dark. But yeah, no, I, you know, let's do this. If I were to do it, if I were to do remake a Rocketeer. Yeah, you know yeah, let's talk about this. Okay. Michael B. Jordan as Cliff. Oh, damn. You know? I mean, James Powell like to throw, like to throw Michael B. Jordan yeah. in, all, in anything because he makes anything better. No, that's a great idea. <laughs> You know Michael I mean? B. Jordan could there be all go. American, and yeah. he's down with the swirl, so we'll keep we'll keep Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, we'll there. keep Jennifer Connelly. You know, yeah. or Emmy Rosen. Right, or Emmy yeah. Rosen. Yeah, or any of them. Yeah, you know. But and then we absolutely cannot make it World War Two. Tuskegee. He he'd be fine. I right. mean, the interracial relationship. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> no. This show is. Yeah. This show is like. <laughs> it was like. Wait I a just minute. mean in in 1938. Right. You know, even Cold War, people were up in arms. Well, we but, but that we could make do it part it of the subplot. Yeah, you know, yeah, we could That'd do be it. Good, yeah. I like it. And she's and she'd be older than him too if we kept the Jennifer Connelly. So oh, yeah. you're in love with an older white woman. What's wrong with you? You know, you can't do this. You know, and she's like she'd be like a Carol Ferris for all the Green Lantern nerds out there. She'd be working at the airstrip, you know, and helping him out, helping him along the way. Oh yeah, be kind of cool. See, look at this. Yeah, get her own studio. Come on, oh, that'd be great. Email us at comiccons.podcast at gmail.com if you guys have any picks or suggestions for our recasting of this gem of a movie. I have one more thing that oh, I forgot to mention. One? There is a cameo in this movie. Cameo? That I almost missed, even myself. Oh, man. But I recognized this actress, and I had just watched an iconic scene of her TV show yeah. a few nights before, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I know who that is. Jan from The Office. Jan from The Office. Melora Hardin. She, so Jan, Jan is the one that was Michael's boss, and then she dated Michael. Yeah. And there's that really funny episode with the dinner party. I had just watched the dinner party episode two nights before watching The Rocketeer. Is she the singer? She is the singer in the wow. South Seas Club. Yes. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that club again? The South Seas Club. Don't you wish you had a club to go to sometimes? Yeah. Like, We're like a woman's gonna walk out of a right. clamshell singing to you. Come on, yeah. That's kind of see. That's the that's kind of shit I'm talking about. Like when when I say, "Man, that shit was so cool back then." That's about the only thing that was cool back then, kids. Right. By the way. But that kind of like that glamour, you know. But that, that but even that club, nary a person of color even worked that's there. That's true. That's true. Forget about being allowed in That's true. as a member. That's very true. They didn't even have anybody to hire to fill that diversity quota. All right, point taken. Point <laughs> taken. I just want to see a lounge singer come out of a clamshell, okay, yeah. on a Tuesday night. Yes. You know, instead of like $6 pitches it, down at the happy endings. And it at least could have been like a Dorothy Dandridge. Sure. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> it have to be a boring white girl. Like, you know, exactly. <laughs> Give us a little Ella Fitzgerald over here. Right. You know Billie Holiday. You know? Oh, Billie Holiday. Man, then the, then that movie would get tonally dark, <laughs> depressing. People, depressing. Strange fruit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. So should we rate this thing? Yeah, let's rate it. Okay, we have six beautiful ratings on this show. Six ratings of positivity because we like to feel good because it takes years to erect a monument and seconds to knock it down. So why do anything else in between? We have starting things off at the very top of our ratings. We have call to work good, movie theater good. Home video good, catch it on cable good, stick with the flu good, and then last but not least, solitary confinement good. <sighs> Lauren, what do you say? Um, is there, so here's why I'm hesitating here. Oh man, <laughs> you didn't like this movie. I did like it. Okay. No, I, I enjoyed you it. You sounded like you liked it. No, okay. yeah, okay. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Okay, okay. I don't know how well it holds up. My son did not like it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I love this about... Okay, he was okay. like... He was just like... Meh. And I even... Eh. I forgot. We watched it together uh, when I first watched it. And uh, I wasn't feeling too well. I fell asleep yeah, toward yeah, yeah. the end. <laughs> um, but then uh, I watched it again on my own just to catch up yeah, and make yeah. notes. And I asked him as I was getting ready to leave the house tonight, hey, what did you think of The Rocketeer? And he was like, 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So which means no. Which means it doesn't really hold up well right. for the for the kids today. For the kids today. That's interesting. Um, okay. Well, that's good to so know. So I I am very happy that I got the uh, digital rental. Yeah, me too. Um is there a distinguishing between digital rental and digital buy? So my thing is like the home video means like you own it. You like own you're, it. You, you watched it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then there's catch it on cable. And catch it on cable, I guess, is kind of more like renting it or yeah. watching it on Netflix. So then I got to go for a catch it on cable good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. I'm glad we did this episode. A lot I... of fun concur with all those sentiments particularly the the rating as well because i mean i did the same thing i was like because i had this little i even had like a 50 percent off coupon then i was like for voodoo and i was like man i could just buy this thing it'd be kind of cool to own it and i will say like the first five minutes of this movie i was like oh, this is a good movie yeah well disney comes up the score comes in the doors open in the hangar and we see that the rocketeer and the font you're like you're sucked in you're like this is gonna be a good movie Yeah, like the first 10 minutes like that whole action sequence yeah, it's great it's great and then as the movie kind of goes on and you meet lothar and then you're kind of like wait what now and you know he's in league and there's nazis but it's not i also feel like it ends great too it does have a good ending yeah it's got a great beginning and a great ending but in the middle somewhere there's some fuddling around and it's kind of like maybe in theaters as a kid when i was like nine it was great but now like you said it's 2019 Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i don't know catch it on cable good i think you're right but that doesn't mean it's not good. It's just catch it on cable good. Right. You know? That's so, right. That's all that's we're right. saying. Yeah. So you can still tuck yourself in with a warm blanket, you know, and, and, and have sweet dreams, you know, and don't worry about those Nazis. Right. They're long gone. There's no that's such right. thing as Nazis anymore. The Nazis are not touching those white folks in California Mm-mm. in 1938. Nope, they are not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Is it okay that we're white folks talking like this about so. lack of des- diversity? Does this make us sound like... Well, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of got into that with another guy, too, like, because I was like, because I was talking about, like, God forbid the elections. And I was like, isn't it, isn't it great we have all this diversity? And he was like, he was like, why? You know, why? It's it's all it's like America. because the world is he's diverse. Like, he's, he's, like, he's like, I'm not going to apologize for being white. And I was like, wait, I'm not asking you to apologize no, for being white. Don't. Nobody's asking you. No. And, and by the way, gross. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You, I mean, like, even like, look, I don't, I don't, I talk about this all the time with, with James Powell. Like, we didn't, we didn't love Black Panther, but we both appreciated how it was a good movie and how it has a cultural relevance. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying that can't be taken away from it. Right. Is it going to save the day of all the Marvel? No, I mean, I'm sorry, but Infinity War takes tits. I'm sorry. It just does. It's like a boring fact. It's like in my DNA now. Somebody was like, what's your favorite movie of 2018? I was like, it's Infinity War. I mean, come on. Yeah. It destroyed. I mean, it literally, boom. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, there's still a cultural relevance with certain things. This movie doesn't really have a cultural relevance, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun guy with a rocket pack and... And a pretty girl. And a pretty girl. Yeah. But they could have cast at least one you know <laughs> you know i'm just saying because it was 91 it wasn't right. like it was like 61 but i, I kind of feel like at a certain point um sorry just stretching my leg. i feel like at a certain point um people started feeling like oh it's okay we you know you get into that point where like you think you have the diversity yeah so it's like what's the point of right trying to fill that role right you know and then some people would say on both, like, not really both sides, but I guess from different ethnic groups would say, well, well don't force it. You know? Right, right, right. Don't right. force it. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree with that. Don't force it. Because I got black friends but, that say they don't want Idris Elba as James Bond. And I'm like, really? And they're like, no, just don't. Just leave James Bond as he is. Don't don't change my James Bond. And I was but, like, yeah. But I don't know. But Idris Elba's awesome. I think Idris Elba <laughs> would be a great James Bond. I'm not saying put some... Oh, I'm I, know, not saying, I know you're not. Yeah. You know, but... But some people are, I guess. Yeah. That's why this podcast is great. Do you watch just, Atlanta? I have. I think I saw show? like the first two episodes. It's fantastic. Yeah. I just I just like binge the whole first season. It's all on Hulu right now. Yeah. Um, there is an episode where, you know, so uh, basically Donald Glover plays this manager of his cousin who is an up and coming rapper. 
Right. So like he's not really making money yet, like you know all the stuff, but he's starting to get like public appearances and he's in a celebrity basketball game. And here's how much of a dingus I am. I'm watching this episode and you know, he's you know, he's ready, he you know, he's there waiting to do this basketball game at the for charity whatever right, it is. Right, right. And somebody starts coming in with this big entourage and they're like, "Look, it's Justin Bieber." Justin Bieber's Justin being Bieber. played by a black guy. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me like 10 minutes to realize, like, are they just calling this guy Justin Bieber? Because he's like the young, hip pop yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. And then I was like, oh, he's supposed to yeah. be Justin Bieber. They cast a black guy to play Justin right. Bieber. Right, right. <gasps> that's awesome. Right. And it, it, the show does a lot. Actually, but like that, I feel like was something that, like, well, because it kind of t- turns it on its heel a little bit, you yeah, know what I'm saying? It, ta- yeah. it kind of switches things up a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. See, and so, I like stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? But that's not, but like they do a lot, I mean, they do a lot of stuff about racism, but to me, but it's I also not... liked the, the ancient one being played by Tilda Swinton, and people hated on that. See, I like I like okay. it when, when people because ancient, oh, it's not a woman, right? It's an Asian man when you right. cast a little. Uh, First of all, Total Swinton is like androgynous anyway, so she can do whatever she wants. Right. But I'm just saying, like, that why why was it such a bad thing? It's kind of mm-hmm. cool when people get creative with different casting and I don't know. It's kinda yeah. it kinda it kinda Yeah. It marks it, it it puts a different mark on it than it would have otherwise, I feel like. If you just cast like an Asian guy in it. Not, not maybe there should have been another guy besides Wong and the other guys in the temple. Right. But she did a great job. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know. I'm sure that guy did a great job with Justin Bieber. He did. You know, so. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, he was just acting like an unruly, asshole kid. I think it's going to change. Which is what Justin Bieber is. I think with our, I think it's in a good, it's going in a good place. Mm-hmm. And I think with, just like I touched on earlier, with like the elections and, and, and with Hollywood, I do think it's getting better. And I think representation is getting better. It still needs, has room for improvement. Mm-hmm. But I think, it, I think it's important and I think it's getting better. And I think we're going to see, I think our kids are going to see it completely changed in their generation and it's going to be completely fully enveloped. You know, hopefully that's my, that's my hope anyway, but you know, not to get all, you know, deep on the comic cons podcast, but you know, you know, but you know, that's my hope. And we can be hopeful. No, I am too. Yeah. I'm hopeful as well. And I think, um, Lauren was just nodding. So I don't know if she was like, if she was just like, I don't know where you're going. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, know, I what agree. What kind of podcast is this turning into? I agree. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. I'm glad to be here and be part of this conversation. Well, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad that you made it over here. I'm sorry that you're getting over a cold. I'm just thrilled to have you in the garage anytime, whether you're. This is the best I felt all day. Well, great. So I'm. Because you're here in the garage. <laughs> I think that's exactly why. Yes. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for coming. Um, I got to plug your show. Listen to Mouthy Broadcast, it's available on, on iTunes. Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, we are on Spotify now. Awesome. Uh, Google Podcasts, wherever there you get you your podcasts. It's a wonderful podcast. It's a great yeah. show. Great conversations. We also do bi-weekly uh, live streams on Facebook. So oh, if you follow you us on Facebook, if um, if you'd rather just have that Facebook up and you want to see us uh, while we podcast, we do that. Yeah. Check that out. We have a Festivus episode up there now where... There was an issue getting the recording ready, so that's not going to be out released. Can anybody watch but, that, or is that the Patreon only? Nope. Anybody can watch okay. it now. That okay. that was a, a Patreon only service. Okay. Um, but now is that's how we're recording is okay. while we Facebook Live. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So we've I was thinking about doing a like bit. a live show too. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to school me on that because okay. I don't really know the nitty grits. Yeah, yeah. We've got you a couple, we've got some programs. Um, it, it was harder for us to figure out because we do um, remote recording. Yeah. So we were always using a, a program called Zoom to basically Skype with each other. Like a, right. it's like a go-to meeting type software. Yeah. Um. And we would use a backup recording, but we also had a... This is going to get real boring for any listener that doesn't care about <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> they care, okay? We all, they care. And we all individually recorded our own tracks. Right. Um, and then... And you got to sync uh, them up. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which gets to... And it makes us sound like we're all in the same room. Right. But it was getting to be a little bit too much for our producer, Jamie. Yeah. 
No, I hear you. That so, sounds good. Yeah. Well, look, thanks again for coming. Oh, Guys, yeah. listen, fans and friends alike, listen to Mouthy Broadcast. And look, follow us on the <laughs> iTunes. And you rate should be. and review us. You know what I mean? Please rate and review us. Follow us on Spotify. We're also on Stitcher as well. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash Comic-Cons Podcast. And now you can leave us a nice little voicemail if you just want to rant and wax rhapsodically about something that you felt was not discussed or maybe we didn't pontificate enough for you. tell us how you feel say something for the record tell the people how you feel and uh, maybe if I said something too offensive if I said something that wasn't offensive enough if you said something too dark if I said anything too dark (laughs) totally totally and and if you thought that you know Lauren should have stepped in a little bit more to to push me back because (laughs) I was stepping off into the abyss of absurdity and offensiveness then please just remember at the end of the day whatever we said here it's just fiction don't take it seriously. Thanks for being here. No good. Damn.